episode 161. Thank you all for listening to episode 160. Keep on dancing to Super Revolution Showdown. I am Gray, here with my co-host. Bear. And that's it. Yeah, that is it. No one, it's kind of lonely in here. Yeah, I know. And surprisingly, both the other guys had to work late. Can you believe that? These guys actually work? Yeah, the ones that don't work late had to work late today. Yeah, the Us ones who that work, do work late, late didn't. I mean, I could have, but didn't. Yeah, but I, I told you what happened to me. I had to leave work early today just to find out, oh, your son has two cavities. Oh, okay. We're going to take some x-rays. Sounds good. Come back. He has three, wait, four, five. Oh, he has six cavities. And I'm like, wait, what? And I look at him and he's like, he thinks it's great. And then he's standing there on the side and he's like, you know, I, he tells the dentist. Now, granted, my son is six. He says, I wish cavities weren't didn't exist. And she's like, why is that? And he's like, because I don't have to waste my time here. Jesus. <laughs> and I'm like, I, I'm so sorry. And I was like, you know whose time you're actually wasting right now? Mine. <laughs> Not time, money. <laughs> yeah, and that too. And time is money, as yeah. you and I know. So, yeah. yeah, I was happy to hear that. And then, you know, our, our dental insurance just re-kicked in on March 1st, and it's March 4th. And then they tell me, oh, by the way, by September, when you come for his second his cleaning, second cleaning mm-hmm. for the year, uh, you'll have to pay out of pocket because he'll hit his max because you have three appointments to fix six, Why six you, cavities. Aren't, aren't they baby teeth? Why would you have to fix them? Exactly. I'm so pissed. And they're all in the back, so they take a while to fall out because, mm-hmm. you know, the front yeah. ones are going to fall out. So I'm like, damn it. And, I, and that's what I told uh, the ex-wife. I said, you know, I'm kind of pissed that we have to pay this out of pocket, but it is what it is. You know, it's part of being a parent, so we'll pay it and call it a day. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm selling raffle tickets for the Grayson's Cavity Fund. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Win- yeah. The winner gets to pay the just, bill. Just Venmo, Venmo Gray, ten dollars. <laughs> yeah. Every everyone is listening, so we'll have thirty dollars in his account. It's at otlgray.com. <laughs> no, I, no, don't send me money. But uh, you can send me money. You can send him money. It's at bear sixty nine bear. OTL <laughs> backslash Pornhub backslash X videos backslash Bukaki. No, no, no. I'm not into that. You know, I did figure out. I didn't tell it's you like that. the only one <laughs> we've got like four weeks till episode 169. So I was thinking about all the names and I, I have it figured out. I, I think I wrote, did I write it down up there? So no, I didn't. Damn it. Mm-hmm. It was like, you know, episode 169, getting the poll for, I think it was like, oh, I got it. Bear comes back. Yep. Yeah, I like that one. <laughs> yeah. That's that's, so a that's, good, that's a good one. That's definitely happening. Oh, I'd hope so. All right. I hope you spell come correctly. <laughs> yes, C-O-M. <laughs> that's it. Something Just, like that. <laughs> come. Uh, but what do you think of the uh, revamped room? I like it. It's uh, much more organized. Yeah. I like, uh, you know, we got all the... Hockey pennants up there with all our other hockey stuff. Um, you know, we have our walleye stick and uh, their playoff towel, and then a Red Wings playoff towel, and then a stupid Penguins thing. But I, <laughs> I can't blame you for that too much. See some baseball stuff. We have some uh, golf flag. Well, I guess we'd say golf flags for yep. the pins. Uh, one from TPC Scottsdale. We got a Rolling Rock horse in there. It's beautiful. Uh, did you hold on? But my favorite, what is my favorite thing in this whole room that I did? I would hope it's the pennants. No. But it's look, probably the map. No, no, no. It's not the oh, map. We'll talk about that. Look straight across from you and look where it's by. That was my point. Is Next it, to Willie Nelson. What is 
Oh, the Astros? Yeah. Put I that put right it right next by to Cody. Cody. The yeah, championship nice Astros. It's perfect. <laughs> I'm, I'm probably going to just write cheater on that right across it. Yeah, and give it to him. But just, to, just to mess with him. Yeah, the, the map's cool. we got a pull-down map from uh, the old primary school that my son goes to, and it's going to be used to shoot the dart. Besides and, the stupid Notre Dame pennant, everything else is pretty cool. Uh, my favorite thing, though, honestly, is the game time Budweiser because it says Dallas football. I like that. I do. I like this, too. That, yeah, that was sweet. So that was a Hobby Lobby find. Mm-hmm. And then the Budweiser sign was actually at the Antique Mall in Maumee. Nice. Yeah, but that was like 16 bucks. Wish it would light up. Oh, my God, that'd be amazing. Yeah. That Let's Go Ohio State thing does light up, but I'd have to drop, like, a extension cord down. And then we got, of course, Brandon still with us and the Jeff Gordon beanie baby because yeah. he's a baby. And then, of course, and I didn't know until I was pressing that Earnhardt car, the junior car, uh-huh. that it just vroom, <laughs> had no makes idea. noise. Not bad. Yeah. And that's then, the, I think that's the only thing we're missing is, like, a light-up beer sign. Yeah. So we can just turn the light off and just have a light-up beer sign. Yeah. Like in the office, like Michael has the St. Pauli girl sign. That would be perfect for like right in the middle. Yeah, put that somewhere. That'd be fun. I think we'll have to find something like that. And then I put, you know, the on the air one over on the door, took Batman down. So now this wall around you, Mm. around the corner here, is actually a Batman wall on the side. I just started a few of the things I have. So I'm like, yeah, it's all cleaned up. Walls are all covered. You know, we're able to write some stuff in. Was able to, I had to use like a scratch pad to get some of that old dry erase marker oh, off I there. Bet. It was a pain in the ass, but dropped the TV down, the one of the TVs down four inches, and looks pretty good. And then right. I, 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 would, I would say that's 10 inches, just from experience. Yeah, I figured. Oh, yeah. Was that that guy you were with last week? No, I just, I, I trust me, I know what the difference is between four and 10 inches. I say it all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I bet. I know. No, it was, uh, and I had to make sure because you can see the bottom where the bottom was because it was right there. So it literally dropped to there. So it's about four oh, inches. Definitely 10 inches. No way. <laughs> In my eyes, it is. Maybe six, which looks like 10. Right? It's 10. Yeah. <laughs> it's 10. It's 10. All right, so we'll get on, on to this. So thank you to Wes Anderson for Moments in Time. Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on Twitter at Songs by Wes. Thank you to All Work Clothing, first primary, first and primary sponsor of Over the Line Sports Podcast. Visit him, allworkclothing.com. Thank you to Crandall's Quality Landscaping. Call Sean, 419-704-5471. First time we're shooting on the new pull-down map. Serves the Toledo and surrounding areas. And not. God, there's so much to choose from. All right, I'm gonna go. I'll, I'm gonna go to North America here. I wonder if it sticks. Yes. Oh. oh, it sticks. All right, I gotta get up for this. Wow, that's close to like the Alaska Canadian border right there. So that would be Mackenzie. Alaska or Canada? I don't know. What would that be? That was right. I mean, that was. I would just say the border. I like it. it was right on the edge there. It was almost over the line. <laughs> I'll show myself out. <laughs> but we know now that the dart sticks. Mm-hmm. Yes, it did. Yeah, because right now we're going to just be picking countries because it doesn't give us specific cities or anything else. Oh, yeah. Wait till I shoot up into the North Polar region there. I like the North Polar region. I bet you do. Yeah. Thank <laughs> Thank you to Tim at Verizon. Verizon is a true technology business partner, helps local businesses deploy technologies that positively impact operations and can increase revenue for the company. At Verizon, we do not wait for the future. We build it. Get in touch with the sales rep in your area, verizon.com. 
Thank you to Cassandra PNC. I visited her a few weeks ago. She helped me with my banking needs, and she can also help you with yours. Check her out at the White House branch or give her a call, 419-877-0634. Again, she'll help with all your banking needs, whether it be loans, credit cards, or personal banking. She is there to help. Thank you to Sparty Steve. Sponsored the lunch from Frickers at episode 100. Gave us the spot to record. Looking forward to episode 200. I do not have a show that day. That's part of my two-week gap. I turned down a show on April 18th because of our crossover episode, and we know that's going to happen. We're looking forward to that because that is Brandon's birthday in April. And uh, What's that day? 18th. Oh, God. I think I might have a wedding that day. I hope not. Not mine. Hold on a second. Go ahead. Keep talking. i got to pull my uh, calendar up because I think a guy from work's getting married that day. So it's a crossover episode that day. Uh, and it's Brandon's birthday. It's opening weekend for the Mud Hens. So we plan on being downtown, recording, celebrating both e. things. <laughs> Shit. Is it a wedding that day? Yep. Oh, God. Fuck. Well, you're going to have to get Walzak to come out of retirement. Might have to. Shit. Damn it. Or I'm going to just take, uh, there's going to be three of us. This is what happens when people get married. This is why no one should get married. Already ruined our ruined our crossover episode. Bear can't make it. Damn it. Well, we'll figure it out. Yeah, and the week after that, I'm going to Vegas. Huh. Uh, the week after that, I'm in D.C. So <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. You'll be in Vegas. I'll be in D.C. Be a good old time. Maybe change it to the 17th. That's probably impossible to do, but that Friday, Friday yeah, it's night. already booked. Yeah, probably because it's booked because it's opening weekend, and we got an opening weekend one, which was good for us. What time's the wedding? Do you know? <clears throat> I have it in my calendar. It's 3.30. Well, we're recording at noon. Yeah, it's in Michigan. That's the problem. We're recording at noon. <laughs> You'll be closer to Michigan. I can <laughs> be in downtown. Actually, technically not. I'll be further away <laughs> than what I would be at my house. <laughs> no, I mean, it'd be better than coming here and recording. Uh, yeah, we'll see. I mean, we'll get closer, and as things happen, if we record earlier that day and just party all day, then you know maybe you can come ready to go for the wedding and <laughs> record, and we're good to go. Yeah. I'll look into that. Or you can call in. You know, you could call in. I could call in to drive up, yeah. Yeah, you could call in, and uh, you'd have to talk to... You'd be literally on the phone with your partner, whoever that is. It might be Jason. <laughs> you'd just be on the oh, phone God. with him. Sounds terrible. Yeah, no, you can bring Brandon in then. <laughs> yeah, we'll see what happens. If, if it's Jason, I'm, I'm out. Yep. <laughs> so thank you, Sparty Steve. And then last but not least, thank you to Connell Barrett, datingtransformation.com. Yeah, so he actually uh, texted me the other day and was looking he he asked he goes i want to know because i think i know he goes but in your area where my dating website would be so i looked it up on google when you pass all the bs you know all the most of it's like actual articles if you type it in if you type in uh, dating coaches which is what he requested me to do you would actually find it he is technically the third website that would be of actual dating website dating coach websites um, on Google, so that's good. If you can make it past all the ads and everything, check him out at datingtransformation.com. Like I said, he should be around the third one of actual dating coach websites if that's what you're into and that's what you're looking for. So I highly suggest looking at it, looking it up on Google, or just go right to the website, datingtransformation.com. Awesome. All right, so let's get into Justin on the Twitter. It has actually returned and given us something back. So thank you, Justin, on the Twitter. Uh, he actually had a few things, and two were uh, for wrestling, so we got one for sports. Should Reggie Miller say he was harassed by Spike Lee? So do you know what happened? 
I don't know the whole story. I saw Spike Lee. They made a big whoop and said that he couldn't get admitted into uh, the Knicks, and James Dolan was pushing him out. And then I heard later on that he actually, like, they actually just changed the entrances of where VIP, you know, courtside go in, where Spike Lee would go in. So I don't know the full story. I saw something on Spike Lee. I don't know if he was complaining or what. I, I don't know. I did not see any of that. But I, I mean, who cares? So, he got in and got to his seat. It's not so like what's the thing with Reggie Miller, though? What's he saying about that? Reggie, should Reggie Miller say he was harassed by Spike Lee? Oh, I have no idea. I didn't was maybe we have to watch that video to know that. I did not. I just saw he posted it. All I know is that uh you know, didn't um didn't Reggie give him the choke sign like in the playoffs a few years back or something like that? So maybe, maybe so. I, I know he did, I just don't remember when it was. He uh that was when Spike would talk a lot of shit when the Knicks were actually good back in the mid nineties. And Reggie, uh, a couple times, I think, gave him the old choke sign, <laughs> taunting him more or less because Spike would talk shit on the sideline. Yeah, it looks like he mocked him over the recent feud with Spike Lee. He mocked the Knicks. Uh, he uses them to – it says he uses Spike Lee mess to mock the Knicks with everything that happened with Spike Lee. And um, I don't know what he said, but – he said, how the mighty have fallen. This wouldn't have happened at Bank- Banker's Life Fieldhouse. Maybe finally time to switch your allegiance, Spike. Jeez. He, he invited him to become a Pacers fan. I wouldn't want to be a Pacers fan, but yeah, so be it. Hmm. So, yeah, that's all I got for that. Because um, I, I don't know enough about it, but, uh, I mean, we'll see over time. Uh, did you watch any XFL this weekend? No. No, I did not. Um, I just... Well, our quarterback's out for four to six weeks. I did hear that. I saw Landry Jones got hurt, but, yeah, I just, I, I mean, I'd want to watch it. I just have other better things to watch than that. Like, I'd rather watch golf or NASCAR right now than the XFL. I don't know why. I just would. Yeah, no, same. And, you know, what I saw was, you know, Landry Jones is out four to six weeks, I think MCL. And then I saw that our offensive coordinator, did you see that? Mm-mm. In a collision on the sideline, broke his leg. She, no. Fin- finished calling the game. Good for him. That's a that's a man right there. That is a man. absolute man. And so our team uh, unfortunately lost to Houston, twenty-seven to twenty. Uh, it was a close game, good game. So Houston is now the only undefeated, still the only undefeated team. Houston's left. the best team in the XFL. Right? Yeah, they're four zero. Um, the Renegades and staying in the West are two and one. The Wildcats are one and three. Dragons are one and three. But everybody's got to win now because Tampa Bay handed it to DC. DC's looking rough. Yeah, what happened with that? They're looking rough right now. And uh, so in the East, the Battle Hawks, St. Louis, are three and one. They look good, and I mean they're doing pretty well because football's back there. DC's two and two. Guardians are two and two, and the Vipers from Tampa are one and three. So. Last week, as we're talking about it, yeah, I, I don't know what's going on with D.C., man. I mean, do you do you have anything you think uh, is going on? I mean, Cardell was throwing it all over the place. I haven't seen, like you said, watched any games or seen stats. They they lost 25 to nothing. Ugh. Yeah, so it sounds like he didn't do shit then, if that Again, was the case. Yeah. I mean, if they would have lost, like, you know, 41-34, you could see maybe it's a defense, but 25 nothing, that's rough. Um, yeah, I... Pff, I don't know if it's just chalked up to if guys are getting injured or, or what exactly is going on there. Cardell was 9 for 22, 72 yards. That's not good. I, I can One tell interception. you that. That's, no, that's, that's not, not good, good at all. That's that's why. And then uh, 
there the other the quarterback on the other side Cornelius he was 24 for 31 211 yards touchdown pick yeah that's not looking good man uh Cardell was looking hot and now he is he was 9 of 22 that's for I mean for 72 yards that's just terrible just bad that is very bad and then Landry Jones was he looked good I mean he was 25 of 38 and then uh at 205 yards touchdown but threw three picks you know, which was bad. I mean, but Houston's the best team in the league. And then uh, Nelson was one for three, 11 yards. They Lance Dunbar, though, you know, he had nine carries, 48 yards. So he was the best runner on the for the day. And then on the other side, you know, we talk about P.J. Walker. Guy's tough, man. He was 25 of 41, 239 yards, two touchdowns and a pick. He's tough. Yeah. And uh, he had five carries, 17 yards. So he, you know, that's okay. But uh, he was connecting with Cam Phillips. Him and Cam Phillips only had one – Cam had one reception for nine yards, so they might have shut him down. But then Holly had eight eight catches for 97. Nice. Yep. It's It sounds like Houston has the most complete team, which looked like Dallas did at the beginning of the year, but it's starting to look like Houston does now. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you know, on paper it's one thing, but when you put it all together it's different. Yeah, and how do these guys – I mean, these are all – got to think, they're all – they're pros, but they're not. Um, you know, they're like AAA guys, so you mm-hmm. got to get the right squad for that. And um, you, you know, if you ever watch, normally you have a your AAA team. If you have a good baseball team, your AAA team usually isn't that great because most of the talent's up there. Um, but then again, if you have a, a a bad baseball team, usually your AAA team's a little bit better just for the talent they're building there. Right, right. Uh, so moving on to the NFL, did you see uh, the video with Tom Brady? Oh, and Edelman. Edelman. Yeah, I was... He's coming back. He's coming back, and Brady's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I've seen now <clears throat> Dana White wants Brady to go to the Raiders. They're talking about that there's there's a there's a real chance, quote-unquote, that he's going to go to the Niners and replace Garoppolo That's because it's his hometown team. That's what that's the new rumor. It's like, this is ridiculous. I mean... I don't. I don't understand why they keep talking about that. Who until he goes somewhere like I don't want to see all this random bullshit. And then today there was another thing that came out that said he had a bad call with Bill Belichick. The call didn't go well. It, it wasn't. It wasn't good. It was bad. Like who even gets? Yeah. This who was on the call? <laughs> yeah. It was him and Bill. No one freaking knows. So stop making shit up, and we'll just wait and see. I. 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 I mean, it doesn't sound like he's gonna be in uh, New England, but. I just is Vegas the best fit for him? You think right now? I mean, I would say so for teams that need a quarterback. Obviously, San Francisco would be the best fit. They have the best team. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. take him. Yeah, um, but he's not better than Garoppolo. I'll tell you that. Not now, not right now. Yeah. Um, so that would be kind of pointless. I mean, he does play well in big games, better than Garoppolo did, but. Garoppolo's younger. Brady's what forty two right now, mm-hmm. and he passed, well past his prime. Granted, he could play till he's probably fifty and still be better than half the league. Um, I, I think you know, for me, it does make sense to go to San Fran. Of course, they keep talking L.A. with the Chargers because Philip Rivers is gone. But we'll see. I mean, Philip Rivers could end up going to Vegas. Yeah. That'd be a good one for him. Take take all nineteen of his kids and go to Vegas and call yeah. it a day. I, yeah, like you said. I, that who knows? I mean, because that's that's fine. It, one of two things is going to happen here. Brady's going to go. Well, sorry, one of three things. He's going to get resigned by New England, which is very doubtful. He's going to retire, which I think he should, or he's going to go to the Raiders, and they're going to have a shitty team, and he's going to get exposed 
And he's going to, I'm not going to say he's going to ruin his legacy, but then everyone's going to say, look, he's just a system quarterback. Look at what he's doing with someone who's not playing in the system with Belichick. And that ruins your legacy. A little bit. Not huge, but a little bit. You can't take away six rings. That's impressive as hell. I mean, it doesn't, I don't care if you're a system quarterback or not. If you win six titles in what, 20 years, 18 years, whatever it was, that's, I mean, that's why he's the greatest. Right. But he's a goat. You're going to have all those people out there saying the same exact thing. Well, he's just a system quarterback. Look, he went six and 10 with the Raiders. There you go. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, he has he had a losing season as a starting quarterback? Uh, I, I don't think so. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he hasn't. Yeah, I don't think he has either, as I'm thinking about it. And uh, somebody can correct us if we're wrong, like Stat Jeremy. He can correct us if we're wrong. Look into that because I know you're a big Tom Brady fan, Jeremy. All right, MLB. We got anything for MLB? Nope, besides all the Astro guys getting hit. Yeah, that's fantastic. That's about it. I haven't seen much going on, honestly. Yeah, I haven't either. And uh, so, you know, we can keep moving along because I don't really want to cover it anyway. Because <laughs> we're done. Cody Bryant's not here, so we could shit all over Cody Bryant if we wanted to. But it's not fun when he's not here. Yeah, I, I agree. It's, it's a lot more fun when he gets all amped up and everything. Yeah, he, he's a big lover of the Astros. They didn't cheat, man. You know that, right? They don't cheat. Um, Brady's worst record ever is nine and seven. There you go. Okay, Stad Jeremy, you don't have to find it. Yeah, nine and seven. Nine and seven. God, when was that? His uh, his first full year, technically, uh, two thousand two, because he came in two thousand one and went eleven and three that year. By the way, after replacing Bud, so two thousand two, his first full year goes nine and seven. Then fourteen and two, two consecutive years after that. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Guys, a goat. Yep, even the year he got hurt, he went one and zero. Yeah, he was one and zero. Oh yeah, because uh, the dude from Michigan, Mallet, or no, Ca- it wasn't that was Castle, Matt Castle. Matt Castle, yeah, Matt Castle came in. That's right, not Mallet. All right, so NHL Eastern Conference Atlantic Division, Bruins have ninety six points. Right, Tampa is nine behind them, and then Toronto and Toronto is nine behind Tampa, so a ways away. Florida at seventy three points. Five out from Toronto, and then Montreal is at 71. Uh, Buffalo at 66, Ottawa at 58, and the Red Wings eliminated from the playoffs, like we said last week. 1-8-1 in their last 10, 35 points. Yeah, Buffalo is um, is the only one. Ottawa's pretty much done. They're, they're not going to make it. Buffalo and Montreal um, and, and Florida will be fighting for that four spot there. Yeah, but if Buffalo keeps playing how they have been, lost four in a row, they are not getting anywhere. No. Uh, and then in the Metropolitan, the Capitals 86 points. The Flyers won six in a row. They're up to second with 83. Penguins in 82. The Islanders and uh, Blue Jackets at 78. So all five of those positions are real close. Yeah. And then the Hurricanes even at 75. Rangers at 74 all close. And then, of course, Nick, Beer League's pick of New Jersey at 64 points. They're not going to make it. Yeah, I don't think so. I think 64 is a little bit too far out when you got to catch 78 right now. You're still 14 points away, which is seven wins. With 66 games left, that gives you nine. 66 games played. Sorry, 66 games played. They got was, 16 games left. Yeah, that gives you seven wins, which gets you to 73 games, which gives you nine more games. So you only have really nine games that you can screw around with if everyone else completely loses. And they won't. Which won't happen. Yep. And then uh, the St. Louis Blues out west in the Central Division have won eight in a row. 
90 points. And the Colorado Avalanche have won seven in a row, 87 points. So they've kind of separated themselves. I think Colorado is is somebody's pick up there. Is that right? Uh, yeah. Nick picked. <laughs> this will be the second year he's going to pick a team to lose that is going to make the playoffs or a top seed in the playoffs. Um, and then his team that he's picking to win it all is not even going to make the playoffs. Cody Bryant has Colorado winning over Montreal. So he's got a shot. Dallas is at 82 points, Winnipeg 74, Minnesota 73, Nashville 72, Chicago 68. So that's the closest division. Uh, they they all got a shot. They all got a shot to get to the playoffs, mm-hmm. at least. Yeah, Nashville losing three in a row is killing me right now. Killing me. Right. We need them in. And then uh, Vegas, you know, out in the Pacific uh, Western Conference, they have won uh, one in a row. They're 9-1 in the yeah. last 10. Yeah. 82 eight, points. 8-2, eight, eight really, or 8-1 since then. So it's just. That's crazy. And so they have 82 points. Uh, the Oilers have 80. Flames have 75. Canucks, 74. Coyotes, 72. So it's kind of starting to separate when they were a little closer the last few weeks. Sharks at 62. They're pretty much out. They're out. Anaheim's out. Los Angeles Kings are out. Yeah, so it's going to come down to, you know, Arizona, Canucks, Flames, uh, Oilers, and Knights really for the five spots. I think uh, – if you're looking at this and battling, I really think Arizona gets in. Vancouver starting to fall apart. I think Phoenix or it used to be Phoenix, Arizona. Are, what are they up there? Are they the Phoenix Coyotes on my pennant? Probably. Can, can you see? Where are they? I'm sure they, right they might here. not even be up there, are they? Oh, they're Phoenix Coyotes they're right Phoenix. there. Yeah. Yep. That's also. I mean, look, they saw the Anaheim Mighty Ducks. That's how old this is. Yeah. And Atlanta Thrashers or somewhere, aren't they? Yeah, right in the middle. Who are they now? Um, they're Winnipeg. They're the Jets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Winnipeg Jets up there. I bet there's no Winnipeg Jets up there. No. I don't think so. I like the old Sabres colors on there. Uh, the Wa- Washington, too. Look at that. The old blue and gold. Teal and gold um, all the way to the right, right next to the Penguins. Oh, yeah. That's sweet. The old Eagle. Penguins are still the same. But Penguins actually went back to the black and yellow. Yeah. Rather than that. Gold, right? The gold was cool, though. I like the gold. My jersey's gold, but I like the old black and yellow. It's the original. I mean, that whole city's black and yellow, so you got to keep it that way. Black and yellow, black and yellow, black and yellow. All right, NBA. Going to the Eastern Conference. The Bucks. <laughs> they finally lost one, by the way, 52-9. and nine. And uh, they are nine games ahead of Toronto, ten and a half ahead of Boston who's lost two in a row. They're playing the Cavs right now on the TV. Cavs are winning. And the Heat are 13 out as well. The Pacers are 15 out. 76ers, 15 and a half out. Nets, 24 and a half out. Magic, 25 out. I think that's probably going to be your eight. Yeah, I don't see the Wizards um, jumping in there. I just don't think it's going to happen. I really don't. No, I don't either. And then out west, you've got the Los Angeles Lakers, winners of two in a row are 47 and 13, five and a half ahead of the Clippers who have won five in a row. Nuggets are six and a half out, Rockets eight out, Jazz nine out, uh, Thunder 10 and a half out, Mavericks, or yeah, Dallas Mavericks 11 out, Grizzlies 17 and a half out, and Sacramento Kings have kind of jumped up a little bit. 20 and a half out, so three out of the eighth spot. Three and a half out is the Blazers as well as the Spurs. Pelicans are four out. Do we still think the Pelicans can get there? They've lost two in a row. Uh, yeah, I mean, 
only being four out, they got a shot. There's still 20 games left in the season. I still think Portland's going to sneak in there, but, dude, I like that John Moran. I've said it last week, and I'll probably keep saying it. I like that kid. I think he's going to keep Memphis where they're at right there. But I think, honestly, the the team that has the best chance is Portland. They're the most talented team. Um, So I could see them potentially getting that A spot, but that'll be it. I I just can't see Sacramento doing it. I don't think the Spurs are talented enough. Pelicans are. I just think that they're... Uh, they're a couple years away. Next year, maybe the AC, but they're a couple years away, and they're going to be a really good team. And they were without without Zion for half the season, so mm-hmm. they will be much better next year. Is that Enos? Yeah. Yep. Throwing two. He's been good for on the boards for Boston. They need somebody on the boards. And did you see who got their first head coaching win last night? Uh, in basketball? Yeah. No. Tim Duncan. Really? Filled in for Popovich. Got really? his first win, yep. Huh. Good for him. Yep, so they showed a picture of him, his first game with the Spurs versus his first head coaching game because now he's got all the crazy fucking hair and shit. You seen that? Yeah, it's like afro or whatever. Yeah, well, it's like a weird fro. It's it, <laughs> A weird fro. It's dude, like a weird fro. Dude, it is, man. We'll, we'll ask our resident black guy when he gets here, but, <laughs> you know, he's well, he's not going to be he's here. He's not going to be here, yeah. But, but look at this. What is that? It's like. I don't understand. It's like it. a cornrow fro. I, I think it's cool. It's, he looks it's, like it's cool. It's different, but it's like I don't get it. He looks like a, a sideshow Bob in training. <laughs> like he's he's getting there, getting there. Might be the name of the episode: sideshow Bob in training. I thought. What would you would you say? Weird fro or something like yeah. that? I thought that could have been it. <laughs> weird fro, sideshow weird fro, <laughs> sideshow weird fro, <laughs> something like that. Jeez. Oh gosh! All right, uh, NCAA. What's uh, you got anything on the NCAA? What's been going on? Um, no, it's been it's it's been quite I, interesting. I do, though. Michigan State beat Maryland. Yes, which was great for Michigan State. And like you said, they close out. They have a tough schedule closing out. They got what? Don't they have Penn State and I think Ohio State too? Yeah, and Ohio State beat Michigan Sunday. Um, yep. They swept them this year, which is good. I know Kansas is our consensus number one yep. now. Still number one. Gonzaga number two. Dayton. Number three, mm-hmm. Baylor's number four, um, San Diego State is fifth, Kentucky sixth, followed by Florida State, Seton Hall, Maryland, Louisville, Creighton, Duke, Oregon, Villanova, BYU, Michigan State at 16, Auburn, Iowa, Ohio State at 19, oh, here comes your Big Ten, Penn State at 20, Houston, Virginia, Illinois at 21, Wisconsin 24, Michigan 25. It's a lot of Big Ten sitting Was there. Was it eight in there? Yeah. Um, and I tell you what, I don't, I don't know. look at Eastern East Tennessee state is 26, 27, 28, 29th. That's crazy, man. I can't believe that. Like, how are they? They got up to 20. I've never even heard of East Tennessee state. Really? No, I never heard of them. I'm trying to think. I don't think I have either. I, yeah, dude, I have no idea, but yeah, I don't see anybody beating Dayton. I know we got that at least. Big Ten should be interesting, though. Maryland's uh, tied with Michigan State now. They've lost two in a row. They just lost again. Did you know that? No, I did not, and the internet just went out. So I uh, just lost all my shit. No. So I'll open up Maryland. and um, So Maryland just lost to Michigan State, and then they lost to Rutgers, 78-67. Guess who they end with? Michigan. That's not a pushover for them. No. Granted, they're at home. They had to go to Rutgers. They lost at home to Michigan State by 12. They barely beat Minnesota by one. They lost to Ohio State. They've lost three of their last four. 
So not looking good for Maryland. Michigan State's coming on at the right time. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's still close. I mean, Ohio State – Ohio's or not Ohio State, excuse me. Michigan State has, what, one – they have one game left, I think. Uh, yeah, Ohio State because they just beat Penn State 79-71. Yeah, it should be Sunday. And Kansas plays TCU tonight and then Texas Tech on Saturday. So unless they get knocked out in the first round of the Big 12 tournament or second round because they'll have a bye – um, they'll be the they'll be the number one seed overall, Kansas. Yeah. Um, Dayton ends with they play Rhode Island tonight, and then they play George Washington, who's twelve and seventeen at home. So um, this will be a tough game at Rhode Island. They're only a three and a half point favorite. Rhode Island's twenty and eight, and I mean this will be big for them because they could make it as a mid major. So I'm sure they'll be playing tough tonight. Um, but if Dayton wins, I, I they should handle George Washington. Same thing if they run through the A10 or get to the finals, they'll be a number one seed. Gonzaga will be the same. I just don't see them losing. Um, so they'll be right there. And then who was fourth, did I say? Uh, yeah, you did. Sorry. Sorry, I got off into something. I was looking at something else and some of the other standings. Uh, I can tell you here in a second. The Because we had, what, Kansas, Gonzaga, Dayton, Baylor. Baylor. Yep. Yes, Baylor. So I would imagine that, um, you know, depending on what happens with them, they, my guess is that they're probably going to be the seed that, that, that fourth number one seed is going to be up for grabs. Um, they play West Virginia as their final game on Saturday and then to the big 12 tournament. But you have to assume that them or Kansas, if they're in the finals, uh, you know, we're going to play each other at some point probably. So one of them will have to lose. So that could be, you know, your other number one seed, which could then put San Diego state into the mix. Very possible. Yeah. It'll be interesting to kind of see how this all plays out and what happens uh still what sunday selection sunday next sunday the not the 11th that's a week from today which uh, march 11th by the way is an important day for our wrestling episode why is that look up there in the blue oh yeah that's crazy it is on wednesday what do you know yeah six months exactly Said who's gonna be because he looked at who's gonna be the uh champ on march 11th six months from today Uh, you're gonna be right yeah brock Unless for some crazy ass reason he loses where he's not wrestling chamber, where he's not wrestling. I'm say I doubt he even is, is he? Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, so I think you'll be good there. Um, Brandon is going to be a month off, and I am just that's never going to happen. And Parrot is way off as well. Yeah, he's going to fight the Undertaker at WrestleMania, right? Yeah. So the 15th is the selection. Okay. Show. And then we'll have to do. Are, we won't pick the playing games, obviously, because it doesn't matter. Right. Well, I mean, we won't pick them, but we'll still do a bracket with them because they do do the 11 seed, so it matters a little bit. Yeah. Those games do well, matter, yeah. but it, it's not going to... It won't affect our... Correct, picks. it will not. Yeah, but we'll, we're going to start we'll with the first them. round on Thursday. Yep, and then Wednesday, will that show... We'll, we'll, I mean, we'll know... Let's see. That'll be a selection show for us. Yeah, we'll know any because Tuesday the seventeenth will be the first two games, and then Wednesday will be the next two. So we'll be able, and it normally starts at six. So depending on what games first on Wednesday, we will know at least three of the teams before we pick because that game should be over probably around eight thirty, which will be right around the time we'll be picking. Right. So we'll already know three of the four teams in. That works for us. I mean, everything works out for a reason, right? Yes, sir. All right. What do we got? What happened last week in golf, and what are we looking at for this week? So at the Honda Classic, Sung J M ended up winning. Um, unfortunately, Tommy Fleetwood kind of choked, 
and uh, hit a ball into the water on 17 when a fan yelled in his backswing. Um, I hate that. I also am I'm torn on that because these guys are playing for a lot of money, big stakes, uh, and when someone yells in your backswing when you're in pure concentration, everything's quiet. It sucks. Um, you know, some people it doesn't affect, but most of it does. He didn't blame it on that. He wasn't happy, but he didn't blame him hitting it into the water on the fan. So good for Tommy Fleetwood. He, I mean, Tommy Fleetwood's a quiet guy. He's a good guy. Um, so good for him. I mean, you know, he, he did lose, you know, $700,000 by hitting it into the water there. So that's a lot of money, but it is what it is. Um, so yeah, Sung JM ended up winning. Fleetwood finished third. Um, Gary Woodland was eighth. Lee Westwood was fourth. Daniel Berger was fourth. We, um, what, what did we end up doing? So in the podcast picks, uh, Parrot actually had Tommy Fleetwood. So mm. he got a three. Could have had two wins in a row, the Parrot, which would have been crazy. Um, Zach Johnson for Cody, uh, 67th. Yeah. Ricky Fowler missed the cut. What'd I get, Bear? 69. Damn right. And then uh, Billy Horschel for you, 42nd. Yep. And Shane Lowry with a 21st place finish. Had a good uh, Thursday, Friday. Shot 69-69. And then shot 73-70 over the weekend. So kind of choked as well because Lowry was top five there going into Saturday. Didn't have a great Saturday and uh, just a blah Sunday. So Lowry could have been up there a little bit more. So what's our? Where are we at? What's our updated standings right now? All right, now? so you're at 30.4, which would be 239 placed points. Okay. Jake, the parrot, is now in second, and he's got 289, so he is within 50 of you. So he's actually closed the gap on you. He's had four in two weeks, and you've had 58. Um, uh, who's next? Brandon, 40.6. I'm at 41.2. Cody Bryant is at 47.4. So Brandon is has the best streak right now of not missing a cut five weeks in a row. Good. Very good. Um, so I guess that means this week I get to pick first. But first, we'll tell you this is Arnold's tournament. It's Bay Hill, um, a staple, one of the best tournaments of the year out of Orlando, Florida, and Arnold Palmer course. Um, this is always a fun tournament. Normally, you get the top of the top, and you will again this week. Unfortunately, um, Tiger has back stiffness. I think he's won this six or seven times. Um, so he will not be playing this week, unfortunately. So you will get, though, your big guys. You know, your Rory McIlroy's, who have uh, the last three times he's played here has not finished below a 10th place. You Actually, I should say below 6th place. Um, you know, you got Fleetwood will be playing after that heartbreak he just had. He's, he's playing some good golf. Dustin Johnson. Um, I don't know if Brooks is playing. I didn't see that. Ricky Fowler will be playing after your heartbreak last week. If missing the cut. You get big names in there. Um, and usually this course pulls big Fowler names. Fowler will fucking winners. win this week. <laughs> he probably will <laughs> yeah. just because of that. I did play him in DraftKings um, just, by the way, because usually that's how that works. Once he misses one cut, he'll come back and do something the next week. I've worn my lesson there. Yeah, piss me off. Um, but I'm gonna fuck pick... you, Ricky Fowler. <laughs> I'm gonna pick a guy this week who has finished quite well here. Um, besides last year, he finished like tied 23rd. Other than that, he has a couple top tens. I think a fourth is his best finish here. Mark Leishman is gonna be my pick this week. Mark Leishman. Mm-hmm. Mark Leishman. We don't have a pick from the parrot yet. We'll uh, we'll get that before tomorrow. Um, but he's doing well. He so next would be Brandon. He's taking Byung Hung An or An An Byung Hung An. Not a bad pick. He finished tied tenth here last year and just finished uh, fourth, tied fourth at um, the Honda Classic last week. 
I'm going to take Rory. I need to come back. He'll mm. fucking choke too. He'll get hurt or something. <laughs> uh, and then Cody Bryant taking Tony Finau. Good pick. I, I picked him in uh, FanDuel, so I should take him out because, you know. Cody picked him. Cody picked him. Right. All right. What about NASCAR? So we're at, what, Fontana? Mm-hmm. Alex Bowman with the win. Our man Alex Bowman, Team Hendrick, uh, just showing that he was the right pick and choice to replace Junior. Yeah. He's Bo- a winner, man. Bowman led uh, 110 of the 200 laps, had a really good day. Can't beat that. He was fastest in last practice on Saturday. Um, finished, started third. So, yeah, he That's, pretty much, I would say, uh, pretty much dominated the race. And it's his second career win. Mm-hmm. I mean, he won uh, Chicago Land last year, and now he's won that this year. Uh, he's looking pretty good. I mean, right now he's the only one on that team with a win. And who picked Bowman? Cody Bryant. Cody Bryant picked Bowman. Good Cody Bryant got the win this past week in NASCAR. Our resident black guy. Got the first win in NASCAR. Yeah, we had a pretty pretty good week. Solid, right? You finished second with Kyle. I did. I finished seventh with, well, Brandon and I finished seventh with Jimmy Johnson. And the uh, Parrot, who is leading, finished 19th with Correct. Ryan Blaney. That was good. So this week we're at Phoenix. Uh, last year in this race, Kyle Busch won. Uh, it was in April. Mm-hmm. But uh, now uh, we're going to move on to our picks for this one. So now i got to give the updated standings real quick. Parrot. With the nine average, he is in first. Cody Bryan is actually in second with 10.7. Uh, Dub, 12.3. Me, 14.7, because that 35th place with Jimmy Johnson screwed me, but I've got a seventh and a second since. And then you, 16.3. So we're all within seven spots. So somebody finishes 40th here, and we got four top fives. That person's going to last. Yeah. Um, That's how quick it can be in four races. It really can be. And I really haven't used any quote-unquote big names yet. So I don't know if this might... Bowman, uh, maybe? Yeah, he's top 10, no doubt. Top 10. Um, And I wish that you know he didn't get taken out, but whatever. Yep. So this week, uh, the first pick, of course, is going to be Parrot, but he hasn't picked yet. Uh, hopefully he's going to show up later for a different episode. Uh, so next pick would be Cody Bryant, who is taking John Hunter Nemechek. Yeah, uh, interesting pick. Get one out of the way and hope he finishes top 20 sort of deal. Yeah, that's good. That's a good pick. I like it. And then I am going to actually – oh, it's actually Dub, who is taking Tyler Reddick. Tyler Reddick. I used him a couple weeks ago. Yep. He's happy with it. I am going to actually take a guy that's finished third here twice last year, Ryan Blaney. Okay. I like it, and I'm going to use my first big dog, my rooting favorite, number four, Bush, Kevin Harvick. I looked at him too, but I was like, I just can't take him yet. Yeah, I just. I already wasted Kyle Bush. I can't waste somebody else that quick. Yeah, I, I had to get had to get one in there for uh, Harvick. I wanted to pick him here soon, get get him out there, and he he has six seven wins at this track, I think. So. Um, Eight, maybe he's got a lot of wins at this track. Let's just put it that way. Harvick dominates this course, so give me give me a top five, Harvick, please. So, what did you think of? Did did you watch? Excuse me, did you watch any of the races last week? I did not. No. Um, did you see that Chase Elliott is now going to challenge Kyle Busch at Atlanta in the Truck Series? I did see that. I saw that they have a a, a hundred grand bounty, quote unquote, but can't wreck Kyle Busch just to beat him. So I think that's pretty cool. It'll get some guys in the Truck Series. That's I think it's great for the Truck Series. It's going to get people to watch because you're going to get big names in there. 
Yeah, it's always it's always good. And Kyle Kyle Bush, love him or hate him, he's a big draw. It's just like Brock Lesnar, love him or hate him, Brock he's a big draw. Barack Lesnar. My client. My client, Brock Lesnar. My name is Paul Heyman. And I am the advocate for the reigning defending NASCAR Cup Series champion Kyle Busch. Okay. There we go. I like it. Uh, So Jeremy is going to get back to us here shortly, but uh, I just wanted to give some other things here. So fun fun fact about Fontana, the the race we just had, Jimmy Johnson, okay, Mm -hmm. raced there from 2002 to 2020, completed every single lap. That's impressive. At that track that he raced at, which was usually twice a year. He's never a lap down. Ever. That's, yeah. That's very 19 years. That is crazy. Very Five, impressive. 5,906 laps. Finished them all. Crazy. Uh, next year, uh, we talked about the truck series. Uh, did you, I don't know if you saw the thing for the the wreck that happened 59 years ago, the brutal crash, Lee Petty and Johnny Beauchamp, they, where they went off, like drove through the guardrail and flipped the cars over. Oh. Jesus. My God, I don't know if you've ever watched that. It sounds familiar, but... Dude, how they both are, like, alive is is absolutely incredible to me. I could not... Well, Lee Petty, not so much, but um, <laughs> now. But uh, it was just absolutely crazy to see. And, I, dude, I just couldn't imagine that now. It's not going to happen. Like, no. Ryan Newman, what he went through, I couldn't believe it and how he made it. But those guys were riding in basically cars with, like, seat belts on their lap. Yeah. And a helmet. Yeah. It's, it's like a bicycle helmet. With They probably weren't even wearing a seatbelt. They are probably smoking a cigarette and drinking a beer while they're... Jimmy Spencer. While they're doing it as well. So, I could see it. Right. So, NASCAR... Uh, so, pit stops are going to change next year in 2021. Uh, they're switching to a single lug nut for fastening its tire. And wheel assemblies in cars next season... Ending the decades of using a renowned five lug nut pattern. So it should be interesting. Should have gotten to the pit game. be a lot easier now. Yeah. And then, uh, right, no shit. And then. uh, (laughs) All right, that was easy, boys. The move was driven by the new 18-inch aluminum wheel, three inches bigger than the current wheel that will be used with the next-gen car, which will make its debut in 2021 season and are intended to increase product relevance for manufacturers okay i like it it's a bold strategy see how it pays off bold strategy cotton let's see how it plays out for him do you think it works yeah i'm sure it will it's gonna it's definitely going to uh make some no i mean that's gonna shave what gotta be at least three or four seconds off your pit time gotta be one lug nut pull the tire right back on yeah it'll be pretty impressive i mean how do they with one, I'm just trying to picture one lug nut. Is it just right in the center? Yeah, it's right in the center. Is it really? Yep, right in the center. Damn. Mm-hmm. That's what we need for our cars. Yeah, I wouldn't trust that. <laughs> I could lose a car driving left the whole time, but I ain't doing that going uh, on the road. These crazy-ass drivers around here. Yeah, and you're in that shitty state where there's you guys have no... Um, Laws? Yeah, pretty much, but it's what? <laughs> uh, at fault? There's the rules up there. So you have at, at right. fault. No fall insurance or no, whatever? No. I don't live in Michigan. Oh, yeah. You live in Dodge. You live in Toledo. Yeah, yeah I don't live in Michigan. Um, and then next year, this is another big thing. So the clash, you know, that usually takes place, the Bush clash, it's heading to the road course. Interesting. 
Very interesting. And Daytona qualifying is on Wednesday. And then... Instead of, like, the Sunday before. So that would put the duels on Thursday. And then practice on Saturday. Right. And, uh, yeah, it should be interesting. So the night of Wednesday, February 10th, instead of Sunday before the 500. And then the famed road course of Daytona has a long and storied history with sports cars and motorcycles. Now they can write a chapter in stock cars. So they're going to move the clash to that, which is cool. That'll be good. I think that's a pretty good idea. Yeah. That'll be fun. I think that's a great idea. So if we ever go to Daytona, next year might be the year. Yeah, I think that would be it. That would be one of them. Mm-hmm. We'll have to see how that uh, – I'd like to see that road course layout. I'm going to have to look that up. Yeah, check it out. So they just changed the rules for that. Uh, should be pretty interesting. Looking forward to seeing how it works out. Maybe we'll be there next year. We don't know. Did uh, you – Podcast from Daytona. Podcast. Yeah, you know, we can – maybe we'll join Barstool Sports. Maybe we'll <laughs> hire us. If he hires us as a podcast, it'll be like, okay. That'd be awesome. I guess we're leaving our jobs. Oh, absolutely. No, I, I've said Plus that. I got good healthcare. Pe- right. People are like, do you guys uh, make money and all this stuff? And I'm like, yeah, you know, we make so much. Mm-hmm. Make a ton. That's why we just, still do this and work I, day jobs. I just love working my day job so much that with all the millions I'm making here. Yeah. We, uh, we do get some kickbacks from our sponsors. We appreciate our sponsors. They help us out. Uh, we have not eclipsed the whatever it is, 100,000 or whatever the fuck listeners you need to get. We need some help with that. Yeah. So, I mean, whoever runs our social media pages needs to push out more shit. I'd fire him. Yeah. No, he's doing a, he's doing an okay job. But for some feel-good stories as we wait for Jeremy, uh, did you see the Jackson State Tigers team manager was in? His name is Snacks. Mm-hmm. That's his nickname. I love it. He made that deep-ass three from look like the fucking end of the building. Yeah. Um, I uh, I tagged Buddy Andy in it because it made me bring up bad memories when we used to play basketball in Bowling Green. This fat kid comes up. I'm, I'm being nice. This fat kid, I had to guard him, of course. I was like, man, come on. So, dude comes up. We're coming down the court. He comes up from like, I don't know, probably 28. Just boom, right in my face. I was like, shit. Come back down again. Dude gets up, goes from about 30, pulls up, boom, right in my face. I'm like, come on. So then... This dude, I can't remember. It was someone else. It wasn't Andy. It was someone else on the team. He goes, how about you get on him? Next time comes down. About 30 foot again. And my hand is in his face. I mean, can't play any better defense. Drills it. This is me. This dude's just, this dude on our team's getting pissed. I said, how about you go over there and fucking guard him? So he goes over there and guards him. What happened? Dude comes right down again, right in his face. I turn him. I go, fuck you. That's what you get, asshole. Right there. That dude did not say one more word the rest of the time. It's like, don't ever. Tell me what to do. And that that was in, uh, you said BG? Oh, yeah. Where was that? Where'd you guys play down there? At the college. <clears throat> Whatever oh, really? there. Oh, yeah. Their gym. I didn't know you could do that. The rack. Oh. Yeah, not the stroh. No, the rack. Yeah. Um, so Jeremy is about ready. He said he's ready for us whenever we are ready. I said we would cover what we were talking about, Jackson State. And uh, now we are ready to go. So I'm telling him, by the way, for our political friends, uh, Mike Bloomberg, <laughs> my kid, my kid, this is the, I always talk about my kid. He watches YouTube videos all the time on Speak Well, all these people. He knows who Mike Bloomberg is. He's like, that's Mike Bloomberg. He's running for president because all the ads that were on YouTube. Yeah. He Jesus. dropped out after Super Tuesday. Biden is now the delegate leader and uh, ahead of Bernie. And we won't give our political opinions, but 
Uh, so he's out. Kloberger's out. I think that's how you say her name. Buttigieg is out. I know I said his name it's, right. It's just Biden and Sanders. It's Biden it. and Sanders. That's it. Yeah. That's what it's going to come down to. Um, Bloomberg. Uh, Bloomberg is a Republican anyway, so I don't even know yeah, what he, he was is. doing there. Biden. Biden yeah. is, and by no means, since this has affected me personally in life, Biden is pre-dementia. There is no doubt about it. He can't even speak a full goddamn sentence. Yeah. I uh, we're we're all screwed. Bernie's way left, and uh, Biden's more. Well, they don't want him. So no, the Democrats. The don't party want doesn't want Bernie because they want somebody that can appeal to Biden. Biden's wife had to protect him from uh, the. Did you see that yesterday? Huh. The the and it wasn't even like they're attacking, but there are these chicks that were all like for veganism and all this shit. They like rushed the stage. His wife had to like hold him back, not like from hitting them, like because they were there. He didn't hold his wife back. His wife held him back. Joe Biden. That's that's the next potential leader of this country. Well, remember that. It's uh, can't we, even protect his own wife. Well, I we already have talked about what we think is going to happen, but by chance, if Biden does win, uh, to me, the same with Sanders. It's going to depend on who their running mate is because those guys are in their late seventies. Um, I know that who if 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 the Democrats uh, get the presidency, I would bet that Buttigieg is um, either VP That's or he is so, he he will be in the cabinet, Secretary of State, high up, no doubt about it. Um, That's what I said. If Biden was smart, he would take Buttigieg with him. Yeah, they Sanders needs like a moderate yeah, Democrat. He's, he needs a Bloomberg, honestly. Bernie, does. he needs a Biden, is what he does. Biden yeah. just can't run the country. Is the problem. So. Biden will not take Bernie. <laughs> I can tell you that. No, no, he won't. Won't happen. No, he won't. But we'll see what Maybe happens. Maybe he'll take Obama. Maybe Obama will be VP. I know they can do that. I just don't know how it works for presidency. It's oh yeah, never he happened, could. Has it? He could be president. He just can't be elected to a third term. Well, right. If Biden died or something, that yeah, would then just Obama like could be Grover president. Grover Cleveland, right? Right. Well, Grover Cleveland was elected. Was he elected to a third term? Yes. Who was the one that? And then it stopped with FDR, FDR who got the right? third term. Well, yeah. Grover Cleveland had two, but they were non-consecutive. Yeah. And then uh, and he had a third, right? FDR had three. Mm. He was the only one with three, I believe. And but it stopped after him. You can't have you can't have more than two. Which for me, it's like you know, presidents. If senators are there for six years, presidents should be there for like six years, right? Because I mean, they have the highest job, and they spend two years campaigning, and then two years. You know, they, they spend two years trying to change. None of them should have that much time in office. Right. They all have a year to do two, something for us. Two. They have two years to kind of get ready. Then they spend two years campaigning. We can vote someone out on American Idol in 24 hours. Why can't we do it for our goddamn government? So I just want to talk about this. Uh, I'll bring up The Bachelor real quick. Oh, God. Hold on. You'll appreciate why. I will not. No. Show so if shit. you remember months ago, it, it's okay. I'm texting. I'm not even listening. So months ago, I think I mentioned to you how I had put on my Facebook. Well, I think you saw it and commented on it, my prediction for uh, what would happen with the with it, with the, the Bachelor. I said, oh, the final two. And I said, this is strictly, I said, I, and this was January 7th, so two months ago. I said, I don't know how I got sucked into watching The Bachelor for three hours tonight. That being said, from a business perspective, Hannah Ann is, going, is a go-getter and takes initiative. Kelly will do whatever it takes to get the job done, even if it's pissing off her peers. Victoria P. will make it work even when sick. A tough cookie, that one. Madison works hard, and it doesn't go unnoticed. I think from an employment perspective, Madison and Hannah Ann are the best for the job. Who were the final two on that show? No idea. The two I said. <laughs> I was like, it is watching like business. So that guy either thinks like I do. <laughs> we'll see. He's a pilot. 
for I don't know who. But uh, it looks like a loser. Yeah. Those are the final two. I just laughed. I'm like, yeah, that that that's all me. I pick that, and so I, I rub it in the face of the ex-wife, and she's like, "You're a fucking idiot." Yeah, you know, well, actually, she called me a cocky bastard because I predicted the final two. Yeah. Hey, you predict it, you predict it, but yeah, it's part of life. It is what it is. I don't watch it. All right, anyway, let's get to let's get to trivia, man. All right, with the NFL draft approaching, I'll be throwing in some draft questions each week. Let's start with an easy one pointer. Who is the only undrafted quarterback to start, or excuse me, undrafted starting quarterback to win a Super Bowl? WrestleMania is coming up. Why doesn't he sprinkle those fucking questions in? It was a month away. He might start doing that. It took. Hopefully, me, Jeremy heard that. It. Oh, he definitely heard that. It took me time to think of that. So you're gonna have to repeat the question. All right. <laughs> you were waiting to say that. Yep. Just sitting here. All right. Who is the only undrafted starting quarterback to win a Super Bowl? Got it. Are you going to text it to me? No. Do you have it? You just let me know when you're, you have it in, and I'll tell you since it's just us two. Oh, yeah. No, I can just type it to him. So, again, last time, the only only undrafted starting quarterback to win a Super Bowl. All right. You got it? I'm going to type it in. Go ahead. Kurt Warner. That's what I have, too. So we are good to go, and we are – let's see what we get here. Oh, I can't Should spell. both get a point. Unless there's something. Well, hopefully it. he knows who I'm talking about <laughs> because all I put was Kurt. Kurt Angle, correct. <laughs> <laughs> no, Kurt Warner. One each. Oh, you got the points? Yeah. Before that one, uh, you were leading with 223. Cody and I were tied at 200. Not anymore. And <laughs> Parrot has 110. All right, next up for two points. Who was the first ever, ever, ever father-son duo in four major sports where the father coached the son on the same team? There's four of them? Who was the first ever? Okay. First ever where father coached the son on the same team. So I got mine in, and I'm going to put an and just in case you don't have yours. Or in case you have something. Is this professional? Of the four major sports. Four major sports, okay. Oh, God. Mm. Father coached the son on the same Team. Father coached the son on the same team. Goodness. And he's got to pick the first one ever. Oh, dear God. Um, I feel like it's a trick question. I really do. You think so? Mm-hmm. I, I feel like it's more recent than farther away. I wish it wasn't because I know Izzo coaches his kid. <laughs> That's college. <laughs> it doesn't count. Yeah, that four major. Um, oh, man. I just, I'm just trying to think of dads who are co. You don't, you would hear that. I just don't hear that ever. I hear it in college, not in the pros. Right. Um, I'll just say, uh, I, I know this didn't happen, but I'll just say uh, Schottenheimer. Just because I want to make you spell all that out for a wrong answer. And I, I have Doc and Austin Rivers. Ah. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's why I said I think it's more recent because I, I about that. I think he wants us to think back. 
But the first thing that came to mind was Griffey and Griffey, but I'm like, yeah, no, they, they play together. Coach, yeah. Rivers is correct. Mm, so okay. mark me up for two. That's good. I'll take it. Yeah, I didn't even think of that. Because they were, what, Clippers? Yeah. Yep. I mean, he got traded off. I'm like, well, that sucks. I totally forgot about that. Here we go. <laughs> all I saw is Houston Astros and started laughing. Let's play a high-low game. As we all know, the Houston Astros players this year will be wearing extra protection, <laughs> rightly so, regardless of what Cody thinks. Fun fact is a player by the name of Huey Jennings holds the MLB record for getting hit by the hit the most by pitches in a career. Go around guessing how many times he was hit by a pitch, and I will respond with higher or lower for the next person to guess. Whoever hits it on the dot gets five points. So it's only me and you. So I have to do the same with, like, Cody and Parrot. Somehow we'll figure it out. So um, I'll ask him who goes first, Bear or me, go first, and see what he says. Most hit by pitches ever. Well, he, yeah, he holds the record for the most hit by pitches in a career. Okay. Yeah, most times hit. Yeah. So let's go with Bear. You get the first call. Um, I'm going to go with 1,573. Damn, that's a lot. And he's still bitter over the Celtics game is what he said. 1573. That's a lot of hit by pitches, dude. Yeah. That's a shitload. Hey. Lower. I'm going 69. <laughs> Higher. 212. 212. Higher. Oh shit. Uh I'm gonna be an asshole. 369. <laughs> Lower. 316. Austin. Lower. 269. <laughs> I'm enjoying this. Higher. 299. 299. Uh-oh. Lower. I'm going to say 277 because you get eight more than my last guess. Higher. So we're within 22. Um, two, I don't, I like even numbers on this. 288. You're going to cut it within either, well, 11. Lower. This is a tough one. Mm. I'm going to go 281. Okay. Higher. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is good. I'm going to be a dick and go 282. You're an asshole. It's either higher or that's it. Higher. Damn it. 283. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Higher. <laughs> 284. I was like, I was hoping he'd say 285 and he says lower. <laughs> I didn't want to do that. 284. Higher. 285. LOL, higher. <laughs> so here it is. It's either you get it Ugh. or I get it. Okay, so I guess. You get 286 or 287. So I guessed 288, which means I was pretty damn close. <laughs> so I'm going to say, which I know I'm going to screw myself by not going one more higher. I'm going to say 287. 287. Yep. Here we go. He's typing, so it's got to be right. Or not. <laughs> Correct. Yes. Ouch, that had to hurt. Woo! 287 hits. <laughs> that's a 
it's a fun one. Jeremy, you always give the best stuff, man. Like, man. seriously, he gives the most fun stuff that we could have. I cannot wait. Cannot wait till he does the crossover episode because yeah. it's just so much fun. I'm just going to. He should give me all the questions before, and I'll just give my answers. <laughs> <laughs> just give your answers. That could work. Phone him in. Phone a friend. All right. He says, Celtics got lucky in Utah. The revenge game is Friday night. Go Jazz. I was lucky enough to see them in Cleveland Monday night for a great game. So much easier to get to tickets. Beat them. He said, so much to get tickets. So much easier to get tickets with LeBron gone. I love it. Have a good one. See you for wrestling. And cheaper. Yes, they are. I'm going Saturday when they're playing Denver, and we got club seats for 64 bucks a piece per ticket. That's so after service fees, was it sixty nine? No, it was more than that. But <laughs> well, I mean, it was only like a hundred and forty five bucks for two tickets, which is for this... club seats, and we're like, I think we're like row three on the club, so you can't beat that. No, not at all. So let's get into some of the other final things we have. So thank you again, Jeremy. Always giving us good stuff. We appreciate it. Vermont's Josh Spidel was a highly touted prospect before a car accident derailed his college career. He came in on senior night last night and scored his first basket on the first possession of the game. Did you happen to see that? I did not, no. Pretty cool. Um, you know, he was highly touted, had the car accident. And he they came in, the other team was up 2-0, to zero, and they passed the ball around, gave it to him, and he did a layup, got his two points, and then, you know, they all celebrated. Really cool to see. Um, that It's very nice and inspiring when people do stuff like that, especially myself, who works for a company that helps individuals with disabilities, mm-hmm. and it means the world to me to see things like that and people caring. You know, he got in an accident, which, you know, changed his life forever, and that's what happens to some of the people we're serving. Might have been in accidents, have traumatic brain injuries, and, and it's just good to see that there are still caring people out there and in sports, and even snacks, man. That was awesome snacks, with snacks. snacks Hit snacks, that deep three. Snacks. That was amazing. Um, but did you see Shaq lost a bet to D Wade? Oh God! And had to let his hair grow. Oh, this is amazing. His hairline is just fantastic. And then somebody said, "Why does he look like Cedric the Entertainer?" <laughs> yeah, his hairline is is absolutely wonderful. It's halfway it. up his fucking head. Mm-hmm. It's I amazing. It. Uh, it's 2020, and Tony Romo got a long term deal before Dak. Yep. Seventeen million dollars a year to re-sign with CBS. Yeah, I, I can only imagine ESPN being pissed because they probably offered him like fifteen or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, now they're talking about Manning possibly. And I saw that there is there's rumors that they they're able there or the potential is going to be to flex Monday night games too. Um, but they, I'm I'm sorry, you got to get rid of Booger and Testator. They're just terrible. You yeah. got to get put in Manning and McAfee. And Tessator, if you want to have some Dude, guy give there. give Pat McAfee the job. He's amazing. He is he's amazing. Great. But I think he's signed with Fox. Yeah, I think you're right. And he's just good. I mean, he'd be fun for whoever. No, no he's not. Pat McAfee? No, because he does XFL games. So he's got to be ABC or ESPN. He has to so be. So Disney? He think, works for Disney? I think so, yeah. <laughs> I thought he worked for Fox at one point. So if he does work for them, he could go on Monday night. Why wouldn't they put him on Monday? Probably because it's Disney. Who cares? Um, he's, it, it, but he has. It's he's not even raunchy or anything. He's just great. Like he's just charismatic. He's fantastic. Yep. All right. Uh, and then, did you see the five thousand dollar bet between Todd McShay and Mel Kiper Jr.? Um. Yes, but remind me what it was because I so didn't see McShay thinks Jordan Love will go ahead of Justin Herbert. Herbert. Yep. Yep. I did see that because Justin or uh, Jordan Love. He is with who was he with? I think it was Utah. Utah State or you? I thought it was gonna have to look that up because i thought it was utah state um it might be right something like that 
and I have to look that up real quick as you can hear me type away, uh, Utah State Aggies. Mm-hmm. So he thinks that Jordan Love is going to go ahead in the draft, and it's a $5,000 bet. It'll be fun once we get to that because we'll do, like last year for us, we'll do our picks for what we think is going to happen for the year, mm-hmm. top 32. Looking forward to that. Any trades we think happen, who trades down, who trades up, we will see. We've got time before that. All right, so we're rolling right along in this episode. It's a lot easier when we don't have Cody Bryan here. Yeah. Drags on our fucking show. <laughs> God. But it is fun to hear you guys argue. All right, so I'm going to read some stats. You give me the year because you're the guy that's usually on point with the years. Okay. Babe Ruth becomes the highest paid player in MLB history, signs a three-year, $70 million per season contract with the Yankees. 70 what? Thousand. Yeah, I was not, like. Not million. <laughs> So sorry. If 70, he signed thousand. seventy million back in nineteen twenty-three, no, thirty-two, no, in between there, higher, uh, lower, uh, higher, uh, lower, twenty-nine, twenty-seven. That's okay. Good guess. Uh, Joe Fra- smoking Joe Frazier TKO's Buster Mathis in eleven for the heavyweight boxing title. Joe Frazier, seventy-one, sixty-eight. Yeah. Uh, New York Rangers set then NHL record of 126 games without being shut out. Impressive. Um, let's see, 94. That was in 1970. Really? Yeah. yeah. I figure that would be like the Messier area era. All right. Tennis legend Martina Navratilova retains her WTA Tour Championship in New York City, beats Chris Everett. 84. 84. On point. Uh, SB Awards, first ever Jordan Monica Sellis win. 98. 93. George George Foreman loses WBA boxing title, refusing to fight Tony Tucker. 95. 95. Mm. That was a good one. I like that. I wonder if we have any birthdays on this day. You think we got any good ones? On March 4th. we got to look for 1951 if we have anybody that's 69. Probably not. Probably not anyone excited. Kenny Dalglish, Scottish football player. Well, happy 69th. Hope you're doing some 69 today. <laughs> I hope you are too, my friend. Uh, let's see. Let's see who was born on this day. Who has a birthday? Uh, Brian Hunter, Mariners and Astros. Yeah, outfielder. Yep. Uh, man, there is not a lot, to be honest with you, that people that, you know, are relevant that people would know. See? Like you said. Mm Mm-hmm. Jack Hanahan, baseball player. He played for the Mud Hens? Yeah, I think so. Oh, here we go. 30th birthday, Draymond Green. (laughs) Sparty alum. I appreciate it. He stinks. Thank you. Appreciate it. Funny how bad he is without Steph and Clay around. I hate you. It's true. So, you, you are right. Thank you to Wes Anderson for moments of time. Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on Twitter. Songs by Wes. Thank you to All Work Clothing, first and primary sponsor of Over the Line Sports Podcast. Allworkclothing.com. Thank you to Crandall's Quality Lawn Care. Serves the Toledo and surrounding areas and not the border of Alaska and Canada. 
Give them a call, 419-704-5471. Thank you to Tim at Verizon, Cassandra at PNC, Sparty Steve, and Connell Barrett, DatingTransformation.com. And as always, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. So lonely, oh so lonely.